Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, hi, Mark. Here's welcome and welcome back. Steve Rosen with Mark Grody. No! No, that's normal Saturday suckage. This is abnormal. You're this, almost right. This sucks to suck. That's Trash Panda, Adam Stadzinski. And Mark Rody's, this is Mark Rody's show, but he's not on that show. But right now he's on this show, on the score hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. There's Mark Rody, presented by Dave the Cat. <laughs> Dave the cat right now is on is on top of my printer and he is staring out the window perhaps stalking prey that he will never get to in his life because Dave is an indoor cat. Dave is an indoor cat. Well, we needed an update on Dave. So Dave is, is roaming around, and he should be hiding soon because you sound you're using your radio voice in the house, right? That's right. I am using my radio voice, and we all know that Dave does not. And now he's staring at me. Yes, I'm sorry, Dave. We're talking bears, okay? I, I am sorry about that. Yeah, he's looking at me very unpleasantly right now. His ears are twitching. He gets twitchy. When he starts to hear me talk about sport, you know why? Because he he has figured out, especially during the the overnight shows, that when I am doing the overnight show, which studs can tell you sometimes can turn into a very long monologue. That uh, <laughs> I, I, want to, I want you two to have that discussion, but yes, again. but we'll we'll get to that later. Yeah, we were just having some of that off the air, as a matter of fact. But Dave Dave knows that for those. Five hours at a very weird time, he will get no attention from me. He tries to get a little attention, then he's like, screw it. I'm going to go way back in this closet and just hang out, and when I need food, I'll come out really quickly. So Dave, Dave, like me, figuring out how to do an overnight show, Dave is figuring out how to deal with me during the overnight show. you got a cat too, right? Scott? I have two cats, actually. Okay, do you think... Studs, let me ask you, do you think it was Dave the Cat that called security on, on Mark? I think I think it that sounds like something a cat would do. So yes, I devious. think it was. They're devious yes. animals. They are devious. Yes, they can. Just when you think they're the cutest, cuddliest, <laughs> one most wonderful companions, they do go devious on you. I have so the, the our male cat, his name's Anchovy. He will What's the female cat's name? Meatball. Of course, and yes. then you got a pepperoni somewhere even. along the line. Hey, well, maybe, hey, that's if get, personal. If we get another, <laughs> if we get another cat, maybe. Although, although I've I've 
I've said no more cats. Like, we're at the limit, but <laughs> I think I am too. Actually, yeah. so yeah. oh, anyway, what else? So anchovy will. So my girlfriend has like her office with her desk and everything. She'll sit down and do stuff for her business, and every time she does, every single time, the male cat anchovy will hop up there and just like get up, get up on the laptop. Like walk around. He'll, he'll sometimes he'll just lay down on the desk, and then other times yep. he'll just start batting stuff around. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yes, no, no. My the, Dave knows exactly the the reference material that I put out in front of me to refer to during the show, and he yes, he will stretch his entire body over all of the prep work, and I just kind of throw my arms up like you know. And you know how cats are they they cats are the are better than any other species at looking comfortable. And looking cute, and they know what they're doing, and they oh, know totally. that you're not. They know that you're not going to move them. Like, like, what am I going to do now? Well, guess what? We're going note free for the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Well, I've discovered that we uh, we have this spray. Like, it's, it's like a catnip spray. So I'll grab one of his toys and spray it with some of this catnip spray, and that usually distracts him for at least five minutes. Did you guys ever think that, uh, well, Steve, uh, Studs is too young, that when the score opened its doors in whatever, 1992? 1992, Steve? January 2nd, 1992. That there would be an eight-minute conversation with uh, males discussing their cats. Did you ever think, think that that, that would was, occur? You know what? I think Males that was discussing cats, light them up. That's right. We're making it okay in 2022 for men to admit they own cats, especially me, a single man, owning a cat. Yes. So I think me, I think that was the dream. It, that's yes, we've achieved. On, this is during the dream. International Women's Week. We've achieved that. <laughs> we've achieved whatever metrosexuality we might be able to. Exactly. Exactly. So let me ask you something, Mark Rody, who covers the Bears and sometimes is on this show, but mostly he's on Les Grobstein's overnight shift. Um, the the Packers re-signed recreational diarrhist Aaron Rodgers, and I asked Studs this question, and I wondered if. You think if they had not done that, if they had traded Rodgers, would Ryan Poles still have traded Khalil Mack? Yeah, I think so. I think that, that Ryan Poles came in with a plan, and he he already has done a good job of, eh, I don't know if fibbing is the right word yet, because Ryan Poles on the first day that he was introduced said that, that yes, absolutely, the Bears want to be competitive this Yes, we think we can compete this year. But I think he had made up his mind pretty quickly, or when he went in, maybe he didn't make up his mind that day that he was going to trade Khalil Mack, but he was going to go in and say, okay, who can I trade? Who does have value? He looked at what happened with this Bears team over the, you know, every year since 2018, a, a wholly underachieving and sometimes bad football team. What can I do to make this team better? And the first guy that he identified as one with that, not somebody that he didn't want, but somebody who has value, and that is Khalil Mack. And then he looked a little further and said, oh, Tariq Cohen is not healthy. He might be healthy when the seat. No, okay, we're going to get rid of Tariq Cohen. We're going to free up a little bit of space there. Eddie Goldman, this guy does not fit in a 4-3 defense. And based on the tape, and they're very, very, very serious about watching the tape, especially Matt Eberflus, they looked at Eddie Goldman and said, no, no, that's probably not going to fit in in what we are trying to do right now. I think that every all of these moves that Ryan Poles has 
Bills made so far, they all seem like the right moves. We'll see if he can actually make them good moves because we don't know. I mean, it's the, they are the right things to do, but now he's got to turn them into good. Now, now what? Okay, well, I think most people are sort of begrudgingly on board seeing these big-name guys go, but now what are you going to turn this into? What are you going to make it into that it wasn't before? Okay, so a, a couple of things here, my man. Uh, about Tariq Cohen, uh, this is something that I don't think a lot of people were really surprised that they did let him go, especially after he missed. He's, he's been gone a year and a half. So I guess my question really is about him. What happened in his rehab? Do you have any idea? Have you been able to discern from anyone anywhere about what is going on with him? And, I mean, is he ever going to be able to come back? Because... ACL injuries, yes, we know that they can take over a year to recover from, but, I mean, he got hurt in, what was that Atlanta game in 2020, like week four of 2020, and he still still is, I mean, we never even saw him practice last year. Yeah, I mean, I, he was present in practice. I mean, I saw him out there. He would uh, was always being very jocular with his teammates and seemingly occasionally looked like he wasn't limping. But I remember covering the you know the early on the OTAs and thinking should he still be limping I mean I'm talking about in the preseason studs and so while the season went on there was usually about every other week or so we would ask Matt Nagy because he was our only like public source on these things about where he is in his recovery and it was always the same answer it was uh, he's he's working his butt off I've never seen anybody work this hard and but there was never an answer the only time that there was a little blip in Matt Nagy's answer he was asked is there something more than the torn ACL that we're talking about here is there something more complicated and he, he just didn't really want to answer that so I don't know at this point I think that if there was something more than than a, than a torn ACL I don't know what the the non-benefit of Tariq Cohen just coming out and admitting what was going on I don't think that that would be a problem but at, at this point um, it does feel like it, it could be a career-threatening injury. And I, I remember talking to some people at the Combine, and we were wondering out loud, and I, I talked about this on the radio, like the the um, the he is the recipient of the Ed Block Courage Award, which is distributed to you know to all teams to players who you know exemplified you know hard work inside and outside of the locker room and all that kind of stuff. We wondered is this guy even going to be around long enough to collect that award? And lo and behold, he is not, and it's because he's he didn't pass his physical. So if he's still not passing his physical from an injury that typically he should have been able to play at some point in time last season, one does wonder what, what the rest of his career might be like, and, and nobody wants to think about the possibility that somebody as young and still as talented as Tariq Cohen could be missing the rest of his career. And that, that does suck because you, you, you look at what he was able to do when healthy and when used properly. He's a true weapon, especially in, in the modern NFL. So the, yeah. question, the question then became... As all these moves were made, Mac traded, and the cuts made. So everyone starts wondering who's next. And people have brought up Eddie Jackson. I personally think that it would be actually a mistake to let him go at this point. I think he'll be back. But I guess my question here is, what do you think they do with Eddie Jackson, if anything? And who else might be next? 
Well, I have been saying that Eddie Jackson is one guy. I mean, who knows? I mean, we still we're starting to get an idea of of how Ryan Poles operates, but we still don't know what he thinks about every single player on this roster. So my my I'm with you. My gut has been that I think Eddie Jackson stays. Eddie Jackson did not have a bad year last year. It was a rough start to his season, but he ended up being, I don't know, productive is the right word, but he was fine. He's still not doing anything close to what he did in 2018, but I, I don't think that you look at Eddie Jackson and say, you know, that, that, that guy is a problem out there. I don't think he was, and I still think he, well, he was still the best safety on that team. And I liked Sean Gibson and, you know, DeAndre Houston Carson ended up getting injured last year and missing a, a huge portion of the season. So I, I tend to agree with you that Eddie Jackson stays, um, you know, as far as, as who might be next of any of the, the big, of the big names. I don't know that there is. I mean, I, I think it's very interesting to consider what may or may not happen along the offensive line. Could there be a surprise with somebody like Cody White here? I don't think so. I think that that would probably be a mistake at this point. But, you know, the the configuration of the offensive line, to me, is the next big thing to consider for the Bears and and how they will put that all together, but and also and also then you have the the you know free agency opening up and obviously Allen Robinson is not the Bears anymore. He is is a free agent and is he somebody they would consider bringing back? But you know as I go through the names that are left on the, on the Bears roster, I don't think that there's another big name that is going to be under consideration except for Eddie Jackson, probably. Robert Quinn. No, I think Robert Quinn stays. I, why, I don't think. But why? For the same reason you would get rid of Khalil Mack, you would want to cash in any kind of value for a team. After you saw, at least after what I saw, I think the Chargers went the Rams route. Wow, look, that Von Miller thing worked it, out when you yeah. got Aaron Donald there. Hey, we got Bosa. Let's get Mack and yeah. we'll do that. And you're talking about, especially the Chargers in the division where we're. Every great quarter, every Hall of Fame quarterback lives, and I heard it described as Derek Carr has to be the best worst quarterback in any division ever. <laughs> and I thought that was a great line. Top fifteen quarterback, worst quarterback in the division. Worst quarterback, you're right, but he has to be the best worst quarterback in football history in any division. And now you're looking at that, you go, wow. If they got all these quarterbacks, then somebody in that division might want to trade for Robert Quinn because that's the thing to do. You have to put the quarterbacks on the ground. Well, and why are the Bears holding on to Robert Quinn? The reason I didn't mention Robert Quinn is because I just don't think that the same value would be there. I think, unfortunately, you'd probably be giving him away. Unless, to your point, to your theory, Steve, if one of those teams is desperate enough and they want to overpay for a 32-year-old guy. And I know it sounds ridiculous because of the because he had 18 and a half sacks last year, but you you probably won't get the value. You won't. You won't get the value you got for Khalil Mack, which isn't even astounding. I mean, a second round and a sixth round pick. So, I mean, I don't think that you're going to get that. I don't think it's as, it's the same benefit to the salary cap and the way the deals are structured. So, I just unless one of those teams wants to step forward and and say, yep, we'll we'll give you a second rounder, or, or God, God, I mean, if the first rounder, then of course you do it. I just don't think that you're going to get the value for him, and you just you don't just give a guy away, no matter what you're doing. And this is a rebuild, and and rebuilds can be for one year in the NFL. You just don't give guys away for nothing. Well, you 
You're not giving him away. One of the things that, just to clarify. What do you think they're going to get? What do you think they're going to get for Robert I, Quinn? If I could get a third rounder for Robert Quinn, I would make that deal, and here's why. They take the contract. Eat up all the money you can. Because next year, you're already eating a bunch of, you, you have some cap relief by trading Khalil Mack, but the key to that deal was the Bears decided not, unlike the Broncos, the Bears decided not to buy a higher draft pick. They wanted the Chargers to take the money. Here, here's the contract. You pay the contract, we only need a second rounder. Whereas the Rams gave up a second and third rounder in the same year to the Broncos because the Broncos paid $9 million of the $9.6 million left on Von Miller's contract. There's a lot of money left on on uh, Mac's contract, but most of it's in 2023. If you're rebuilding, then have all the money, then, then suffer all the cap hits you need now. And that way, when you get to 2023, you have Mac's money off, you have Quinn's money off, and if you get a third rounder, if you get a maybe you get a second rounder in twenty twenty three for Mac. Maybe it's not this year for Quinn. How about and, this? Yeah. How about this? How about even better? Why don't Why don't you do it like you mentioned, Von Miller? Why don't they do it like they did with Von, wait till the trade well, deadline could. and maybe maybe you get a second and third rounder the way the way the way Von Miller was. But those able were to. bought. Those were bought. That's what the Rams. Uh, that's what the Broncos did. They wanted to buy a higher draft pick, and the Bears. Ryan Pohl said, "No, I I think salary cap is going to be more important next year." We're going to see what we what other assets we can acquire. So that's why I look at that. Once you've made the Mac move, I don't know why Quinn has to stick around. And I don't I don't see him as. I mean, you only have a small handful of foundational pieces right now, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you what? Know, I mean, we could play this game. You okay, know, let's. Ro- Ro- Roquan Smith. One. Um, let's play a game. Yeah, shall we play a game? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jalen nuclear war. Yeah. You get the, <laughs> oh man. Jalen Johnson. Uh, yeah, Jalen Johnson. Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. Justin Fields. David Montgomery. Ugh. He's he's he'd be like two if he got four like you, you level one top tier. And Justin tier? Okay. Justin Fields is not there based on anything but but flashes because exactly. he sucked last year. He was a right. bad no, quarterback. It, he was a it, bad quarterback. He was a turnover ATM. Here, a you get year, a turnover, it? and you get a turnover, and you get a turnover. It's awful. But so you got – so he's included. Who else? Let's think. Anybody else on the offense, man? I mean, I, I don't – I mean, Yeah, Mooney. Yeah, Mo- the, way Poles was, the way Poles was talking about Mooney, that's probably right, Studs. I think that, and but well, then, he's the only like a, receiver on the team, so by default, he's got to be in there. <laughs> yeah. And he's been good. And he's been good. He's he, he had he's, a thousand he, yards last year. Yeah. Yes, yeah, seventeen games. But hey, then no, there, there's no reason to think you know Mooney should be discarded in any way, shape. Yeah, hey, I he's, think he's awesome parted. in Madden. Let me tell you, is he okay? Okay, now he's we're well, speaking. I don't think Madden. we need a better scouting report than that. Do we? And then, is there anybody on the offensive line? Like I, I would have thought, like if it had been the previous regime, of course. But no, there's no. I mean, like there's guys. Guys you could look at and say, yeah, I'm pretty sure Tevin Jenkins is going to be around. I'm pretty sure no, Larry Borum's going to be on the roster. But there's but there's no there's no uh, you know franchise pieces or you know the, in playing this game. With, put them with Montgomery. They're, they're, put them the, with Montgomery. Perfect. Right, yes. On on the come. The only one I would I would might argue about because again it's it's Occam's razor. The simplest answer is is the obvious answer with football coaches. The the best ability is availability. So has Cody Whitehair been available as often as it could be expected of an offensive lineman? Yes. Well, yes. see, I think that's a foundational piece because your line has to start somewhere. Everything else is yeah. is a guess. 
Yeah, and Cody Whitehair is steady. He's very steady. So, I, like I said earlier, I can't imagine that they would want to mess with him, but who knows? What about uh, what about Cole Komet? Interesting. He's definitely not a foundational piece at this point. Well, but... maybe, so you put him there with based on the on the com with with um, David Montgomery and same and, and, yeah. and Larry Borum and Tevin Jenkins and, and you and you also also hope we have an offensive coach now that's going to crazy thought use tight ends. <laughs> So yeah, it may, bring like, back course, Trey like, Burton. Yeah, the great bring back Trey Burton. Yeah, yeah, right. Trey Burton for sure. Yeah, How about we, we, Graham, P- we, we paid Jimmy Graham ten million dollars to come back to not throw to him. All right, great. <laughs> sure. Except in the end zone occasionally. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, what one? T- did he even have a touchdown last year? I don't remember anything. He, about if he did, last he had year. one. Oh, oh he had, he caught one right at the end of the Vikings game. I think it doesn't matter. You mean the yeah. end of the end? Yes, that was the end of the end. Yes, okay. So, what about I, Latavius Pig Simmons? He, he they brought him back on the one year. Simmons, Pig Simmons. I, I never Pig heard Simmons. that nickname. I love what? Nick, I love pig nicknames. That, oh that's that's great. God. You've been shopping at Trader Joe's too often. I man. know, I mean, but God, but it's God. a whole. But Pig Simmons is great because Pig and Pork Chop are just great nicknames for offensive linemen. Oh, I love absolutely! That. Yeah, oh he embraces God. it. He is Latavius. Pig Simmons, Bears, seventh-round pick in 2020. He's a great guy, and I, I I sincerely hope that he is on this roster. Okay, so I need you two guys to have a discussion about disrupting of your lives as, as working the, the overnight shift and, yeah. and, and how that works out. And are you – I have no idea if you can compare where, Mark, you're doing it three times a week and Trash Panda is doing it once a week, and I think Trash Panda is in worse shape Doing it once a week turns your life upside down for three days. You almost get into a rhythm, Mark. So how is how has that been? And I know we discussed the idea that you're sitting there talking in a long monologue, and you're gonna right. just launch right into an FM voice doing therapy. You're just <laughs> gonna do therapy. You're gonna talk to one person. He's on the couch, and you go, I was, "Yeah, I was yeah. being." Um, well, I was talking to TP Trash Panda <laughs> off the air before he came on, and I was not very- Trash Pig. Yeah, not trash not, pigs. Not, no, there's oh, no. We never not. put trash before the name pig. Panda, we do. Yeah. But in talking to TP, he, uh, I was very kind of envious of him because he got to do a show, uh, an overnight show where there was breaking news, and I have yet to oh. do that. To where the phones, you know, I get a consistent flow of calls throughout the overnight, but there can be some periods, hours, where there are no calls. <laughs> and, <laughs> And so I wanted to know from his point of view how that was to have had life like like consistent life yes. in the overnight. It's it's much easier. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's because and and and, and I, I will say also our our boss Mitch Rosen has been really great about hey you need a break you know good replay stuff from from during the day right which is great and and is is extremely helpful and game and and. Because really, it's the whole five hours is just survival. You're just trying to get through. <laughs> and right. but yeah, it was so much easier. It was like, oh my god, we got we had calls for two straight hours to start the show, and then they finally died off around two o'clock, and they started coming back around three and four. It was great. It was, it was, I, it was easy. That that's awesome. I, I look forward to that. Actually, this, this I'm thinking that my Sunday into the Monday overnight might be pretty good, just because of all the Bears stuff and the baseballs back, and we can actually talk about. Well, you might re- we might get some free agent signings too. You Absolutely, know. yeah. No, there's like real stuff finally going on. One segment that I have I have started doing 
and I've realized that I could do this as often as I want throughout the overnight. I guess it's a bit. I'm doing something called Grobber Box Score, where I find a random game. Like I say, like for instance, uh, White Sox Royals nineteen uh, May of nineteen seventy eight, and I just Google that, and it'll spit out a game, and then I just start reading the box scores and those classic names. Oh, they that's be from, brilliant. I'm going to yeah, start doing it, that. <laughs> absolutely. Just make sure you give me credit. Uh, and, <laughs> well, because someone texted on like Thursday or Friday morning and said, hey, do grab our box score. And I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, oh, that's what I, I know. It, it's awesome because and, and like like whatever year you go to go to the year two thousand whatever and then you just read these names you're like oh that name and this name and and uh, it's just great because that's what that's the kind of thing the grabber would do organically like he would just all of a sudden his brain would just start spitting out you know random Ivan de Jesus box scores and uh, or line scores and things like that so yeah and you can do it with any sport you know baseball football the whole, the whole thing the whole gamut sometimes I do it with hey the bulls the bulls played uh detroit so let's do a bulls detroit game from 1982 and just put in a month and it's awesome so, so I there's a little trick for you love it do like an that. expos game and, oh, and make I sure done expos yet. make sure they spell make sure you have to spell out Grezelanic. That's all I want. That's all I want. I got. We got to work. We got to start working Pluto in a little bit more too. Yeah. Well, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. There yes. you do go. so. You know what? Here's what you could do. Planet draft. About, like about two forty-seven or so. Uh, yeah. No, Adam. Here's what you do. You do like just just Google Pluto and just start reading from Wikipedia. <laughs> just like, and just like, because I, I think you could get away with it on the overnight. Just, just like that. That's like something I've considered. Like if I really lost my mind, I am always prepared to just read from something and just just let it like read from to it. Like if I just like completely blanked in the overnight, because there is something Steve called overnight brain. You get overnight brain, which which starts to affect affect you while you're doing the show yeah, and, and I, not doing the yeah, show. Yeah, and I and it. I understand why Grobber had some of the malaprops that he occasionally did. We're all getting there, man. Well, We're all okay. getting there. Yeah, so it happened to me. I'll self-report this. I was telling Steve about this I, earlier. I want the, I want to hear this. We're so, gonna, this is what Adam heard. So yeah, come, this is, yeah. <laughs> I, and I didn't and, and I couldn't remember what time this was and, and I didn't have time to grab it anyway before the show. But I Coming back from one of the breaks on Friday morning, I, I I just doing the phone number and I started giving out not the score number, not my cell phone number, but my parents' home phone. Oh number. no, former oh, the no. landline, oh. the landline for you kids oh. at home. which Google they still that. have. It's yeah. the it's the number we had growing up, and it, and they still have it. And but I only got what was what was even weirder. It's, I only got three numbers in. I stopped myself immediately. But I, I didn't start with the area code. I started with the prefix, you know, the three numbers yeah. after the area code. So for some reason, I started, I, I went, you I just reverted without hesitation, to that. Without hesitation, just went straight into there. I don't even remember what I might, I remember my flow in my brain. I was like, okay, give the phone number here. And, and I just went straight to that number. And I don't know why or where it came from. It was so weird. You have overnight brain. Yeah, that's that was what that it. Is. It like, had to have been. That's un- not. Like, it's, <clears throat> it's also been Saturday suckage. I was in the midst of giving out my cell phone number one time when I started with 312 and I didn't go to 644. I went somewhere else. <laughs> and I started Yo. giving out. I go, oh, wait, no, stop. Dude, I did that on the overnight. I got 15 text messages. You can't wait. You, you, you give out your full cell number? Oh, oh wait, no. you heard? You didn't no, hear no. about that, Steve? No. Yeah. yeah. He got. 
How many numbers in did you get? Because so, and then someone I got figured like fifteen, it out. and they were all like, nobody was like weird or anything. They were all very nice. They're like, hey, girl, you got your stuff. <laughs> like, and it stopped. So they were all cool. Um, nothing horrible happened. But here's nobody what said, did happen. play Misty for me. Yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Dave I said hi. Yeah, it was it was a lot of that kind of stuff. So there wasn't any of like I see you, I I'm see gonna you. find the you. Call is coming from yeah. inside the house. I know where you live. You know, none of that stuff. But I did it. It, it just I guess there part of me was like, all right, well, lots of people are listening on the overnight. That's yeah. a good thing. I definitely don't necessarily want all the extra people calling my cell phone, but they were all nice. No, do so. what you did one Saturday. You did that because you were curious here. So on one of the Saturday suckages, you said. Where are because we had not been together for a while, and right. it was okay. We're back, but and we can we've come out of this thing. But where now are we being listened to? And we were getting all sorts of reports from everywhere, from Florida to California to to Washington. To, it was great. So yeah, do that. let's do where it right you, now, guy. Hey, three one two no. six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Where to take are a, you listening to? Yeah. to Steve Rose and, and Trash yeah. Panda. Yeah, <laughs> this is what you call a hit and, and run gonna, by me. Yeah, no, that's fine. We're gonna give out your phone number and we're gonna have everybody <laughs> got text right everybody text their location uh, to six three zero. And we're going to keep going on from there. All right. Can you okay. imagine the things we could do to each other to sabotage each other's lives? I could, oh, man. I, you yeah. know what? I think that there's a good plot for the next book. There's a good dun, plot. Dun, dun, That's dun. part of it. That's a subplot anyways. Yeah. Uh, bye, guys. Oh, funny. Yeah, real quick. My, yeah, my, yeah. my mom just texted Sweet me. Sweet Alice? Said, yeah, she texted me and goes, so that's why we're getting so many spam calls. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we're doing mom. By the way, if we're doing mom shout outs, I'm yeah. going to see. I'm going to see Gene and Gary today, and I task in a little while. I got a little uh, business to attend to, and then I'm going to go out to and hang out in Itasca tonight. So, there and you go. so is Gene going to send Gary to the Jewels for certain foods? I certainly hope so. I mean, when I go there, I don't. I expect more than just hot dogs. You know what I'm saying? Wow! So, look at yeah. you! Wow! Yeah, just yeah. throwing down the. Thrown down the gauntlet. Or maybe we go out. Hey, mom, dad, maybe we go out to eat tonight. Maybe Mexican. I've kind of got a little hankering for Mexican. So there we go. All right. 847 says Boston. (laughs) Nice. What's that? Grody Grody told everybody, where are you listening from? So 847 called in and just wrote Boston. By the way, look at the uh, the top of uh, what I tweeted out. I think that people will be delighted to see the picture that I put up on Twitter. That's it. Bye. Thanks Bye. for stopping by. See ya. Mark See ya. Grody. Bye. There's Mark Grody. He used to be on this show. He was just on this show. He's not on the show now. Maybe later. He does overnights, and he and Trash Panda do overnights. And so I love the whole phone call thing. We had other two other things, two other texts I wanted you to save. And now I forget what they were. Maybe we'll remember. I think I remember. We got we to break those, Steve. Okay. We're way right, late. We'll do that, and then we'll discuss. Come on the clock. We'll discuss Carlos Rodon as well. Top of the hour, Rick Camp. We will talk Bulls. They play the Cavs. They got to win. They must win. They cannot lose. This is just, this would be a real pantsing if they lost to this team tonight, and I'll tell you why. And we'll talk to Rick Camp about that as well. And at the 1 o'clock hour, about an hour from now, we'll replay Steve Stone. He was on the score, and he had some great stuff to to encourage White Sox fans. And Tony Arusa had some things to say today that we will bring you as soon as we can because we've run through every stop sign ever in radio. Steve Rosenblum, Trash Panda, Saturday Suckage. We suck, so you don't have to. I think we just proved it. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All righty, thanks to Grody's, Grody's Hit and Run. We have people reporting in, listening to us from the Virgin Islands and from their bathtub. <laughs> you know, my what... favorite my favorite way to listen to Saturday Suckage when on the off occasion that I'm not working on Saturday mornings uh-huh. is playing PS5. I play my PlayStation and I listen to Saturday Suckage. It's a great time. Wow, look at you multi-platforming on a single platform. Oh, yeah, and and it's I usually am playing Madden at that point, too. So, you know, crossing cross, sports while listening to sports. So that's how you can scout... The Tariq Cohen and and how amazing hey, he was. You know what? And I I this this is great. In Madden, I think year three of the franchise last year, Tariq Cohen's deal because he's actually healthy in that game. I traded him. He's healthy in that I, game. I traded him to the New England Patriots for a second round pick. It was a steal. Can Ryan Poles still have that second round pick? He would like that. I I, I can try. Yeah. I'll work. Let me call up Bill Belichick and make a deal here. He's Trash Panda. He's in for Grody, who was just on the show, on his show. He's not on that show. Trash Panda is Steve Rosenblum. Saturday suckage. We suck so you don't have to. Speaking of suckage, it would suck if the Bulls lost to the Cavs tonight. We'll tell you why. We'll talk to Rick Camp about it at the top of the hour. 
He is the uh, host of the Bulls postgame, a lot of Bulls postgame shows here on The Score. Uh, tonight's broadcast starts at 645 with Chuck's pregame show and then the postgame show. And Rick Camp's also the co-founder, co-host, co-large man on the I'm Fat podcast. And we have a food question for him. But for now, the Carlos Rodon thing. So as we talked about all the White Sox anger, White Sox Twitter anger you were dealing with and fomenting and and trying to separate. See, yeah, I'm the peacemaker of Sox Twitter. I, I don't take a, a lover, I don't take a strong a fighter, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So, he signed, agreed to whatever the however whatever is a f- correct. He agreed to f- 2 years 44 million dollars with the Giants. And I saw a lot of this on Twitter, why no qualifying offer? Why wouldn't they do that? Why didn't they do that? So I wasn't sure if that was the original source of the anger. But to straighten that out, the qualifying offer for Carlos Rodon this year would have been $18.4 million. And I think the Sox were scared to death he would have said yes. And I think that would have put a major crimp in what they've budgeted for and what they want to do and what they could rely on because – if you've seen, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, Trash Panda Sox fan. Yes, you're wrong. That you would have, you're, you have Michael Kopech in the role of Carlos Rodon, moving into a slot in your mm-hmm. rotation yes. with questions. Yes. Carlos Rodon answered him for three months, and then he was basically MIA. You couldn't rely on him mm-hmm. for three months. They've had this guy for, what, seven years? Something. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. 2015, There hasn't been a year where he hasn't been hurt. Or he hasn't been a concern. He's always going to be a concern. That Michael Kopech is 2022 for Carlos Rodon. You can't afford many guys like that, especially when there, fe- there feels like a, a, a more impactful, quicker ramp up where they're even talking about a six-man rotation now just so they don't overuse Kopech. Or any arm, because they need them at the end. Carlos Rodon didn't have it. He wasn't that guy. And Dallas Keuchel, who knows? Yeah. Unfortunately, he was healthy. I, I I, think that, yeah, I think you're right about that. Because you don't want two guys in your rotation who you aren't sure you're going to be able to rely on for the whole year. Kopech, even Kopech, I'm hearing murmurs of having an innings limit this year. So he might not be available anyway. And so... Yeah, you don't. I, I am for the record perfectly fine with the fact that they didn't. I, I guess as a fan, you would have liked to see the the qualifying offer out there. But I mean, if he took it, now you now you have him, and like you said, you have Kopech, and you have your other guys in the rotation, and it's you you can't have that. And many you have crochet marks. and a year, yes, and in a year where you're going for it. You don't want that many question marks in your in your rotation in a year that this is it. Rick Hahn said it. You're doing everything to w- try to win the World Series this year. This is this is it. The window is wide open. And Larusa today, meeting with the reporters, agreed with Hahn. Uh, this is from Vinny Duber of um, Chuggo. C.H. Go is what they're calling it. C.H. Go. Yes. Okay. Says the Sox have guys that can play second base in the outfield as the pitching and defense will be the key to the team season. When in doubt, Add pitching help. And that's exactly where that $18.4 million would have gone or will go that they might not have had if they had made a qualifying offer to Carlos Rodon 
they would look for something more more certain or as certain as you can get when, when it comes to the volatility and capriciousness of a pitching arm and elbow and all of the attendant joints. All right, we'll take a break when we come back. When we come back, there was a uh, NBA record set by a guy who certainly deserves to be at the top of the class, and he reacted in the typical way you would expect. We'll bring you the sound of that next on Saturday Suckage. Yes, uh, the... They know how much I enjoy that sort of thing. <laughs> and I'm going to bring them all in and have them run suicides before the game tomorrow. Greg Popovich, Spurs coach, the winningest regular season coach in NBA history, victory last night over Utah. So he wins. He just wants to wave at people, walk off the floor, but they won't let him walk off the floor. Opponents, coaches, his own players, they do the bounce thing. He hates this. There's cameras all around him. He really can't escape. And then his players surround him, and they do the bouncy thing, which he he wants no part of. And then he shows up for the post game. He shows up to do the media afterwards and you could see he has like championship drench on him so he's been doused and that's when he's asked the question and play it again studs this is where he comes up with with the everybody has seen how he is celebrated from a man who can be surly or short or whatever it is and he comes up with this yes uh, they, they know how much i enjoy that sort of thing <laughs> i'm gonna bring them all in and have them run suicides before the game tomorrow classic pop <laughs> it is it is and here's classic see this is the trash panda's influence on our show combined with everything else saturday suckage the wake and bake club and we're talking about everything from from cats to quarterbacks, to video games, and do your trading and scouting. Oh yeah, and the two, hey, two, 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 four. Yeah. Oh, you want to know my, my the, some another prowess of mine? Salary cap management. I have in my fourth year of this Bears franchise. I was a little nervous about this because now I'm in the year where I have to extend Justin Fields, who has an MVP under his belt at this point. Wow. So Look, gonna, between you and Ricky, be, you, you got be, Justin Fields and MVP and Ricky Scout got Western. In his second year. Yeah. So anyway, I my salary cap for the next season as I'm getting ready to sign Justin Fields is over $130 million. That's how much room I have. <laughs> that's how that's how well see the only I've, player under contract. Well, see, the thing is, because this is what happened. The team, I had so little salary cap because of the mess that was left with Ryan Pace. Yes. That, that first year, you have to be so stingy. And so I got used to operating without signing free agents. And so I scouted. I spend way more time than I need to scouting the draft. And I find players, I find gems in the draft. So I've scouted and drafted so well that I haven't had to sign free agents hardly at all. So the only thing I've done is just extend people that were already on the team and now it's resulted in me having just an extraordinary amount of money in my fourth year. <laughs> 130 million. Well, that'll carry you through. I could, I could sign Justin Fields three times if I wanted to. <laughs> well, once will be enough, as long as you can do that and show Ryan Poles how to do that. So, 224 texture, because you had 
mentioned that when you listen, as 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 Grody indicated, or Grody encouraged people. All right, I'm gonna about to be end. I'm about to end this interview. I'm gonna be off the air. Text this show and tell them where you're listening. And then you were talking about listening through your PS5 and playing Madden while listening to us talk football. So two two four texters is Trash Panda. I'm doing the same thing. I'm just on a PS4. I'm also extremely high. I'm turning Mitch Trubisky yeah. into the Pittsburgh Steelers savior. <laughs> there you go. He requires it, done. it requires a bong and whatever magical smoke weed every day. Whatever magical salary cap stuff you're doing. So so that's it. We we have to take a break. We're going to talk about a real basketball game. It's Bulls and Cavs tonight on these very airwaves. 6.45 is Chuck's pregame show. And the Cavs cannot possibly win. The Bulls cannot possibly let the Cavs win this. They cannot. They just cannot. And there are reasons why that should be the case. We'll discuss them with Rick Camp, the uh, the large, the looming host of the Bulls postgame show right here on The Score. Steve Rosenblum, Trash Panda with you. Saturday suck at Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.